Good afternoon, my friends. This is Vincent, and welcome to America Next. This is episode 21, and by the title, you see that I have a interesting subject matter that I want to discuss with you. Just like the title says, just because they talk a good game, that doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about. That is going to be at the heart of what I want to share with you this afternoon. Now, before we get into that specific topic, let me take you back a little ways. As most of you know, I have mentioned before, when I was growing up, I was you know, raised in a home with a mother and father, loving people, honest people, hardworking, but we were poor. I didn't have any problem with that because that's all I knew and life was good. We were blue collar people making our way in society. My mother happened to provide maid service in the town that we lived in. Um, She worked in different places around the city over the years. Now, one day when my father had to pick her up, I rode along. And when we got there to this pull up into this neighborhood, I was impressed. You know, I was a kid now, so I was, I don't know, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. I was impressed, though, because, you see, we were living in a government-built housing project, okay? This neighborhood was single-family homes, all, you know, with their own plot of land, you know, driveways, two-car garages. Many of them had pools in the backyard. Some even had tennis courts. So I was looking at this like, oh, wow, you know, this is, this is big time. This is something impressive. When my mom came out to get in the car, I said something to her to that effect, that, wow, mom, this is, these people got it going on. These people must be all right. And in her little quiet way, she said to me very clearly, son, don't be impressed with those things. That doesn't mean anything. The house they live in, the car they drive, the clothes they wear, that doesn't mean that they are better than you. It doesn't mean that they have more going on than you. It doesn't mean they are smarter than you, okay? You cannot be impressed by that. And he said, and she went on to say, particularly when it comes to what they say, don't let their words, you know, sway you. Watch them. Watch them and judge them by their actions. Because just because they talk a good game, that doesn't mean that they're somebody that you should trust. You see, that little conversation, probably, what, two minutes at most, it had a profound effect on me that day. And it has been with me my entire life. Because... As I went on, I saw that over and over again, that just because that person has a title or just because that person is living in a certain house, certain neighborhood, that they belong to some certain, some specific society or group because of their skin color, whatever the case may be, those things didn't mean anything. What mattered were their actions. Now, let's talk about today. 
How does that apply to what I want to share with you today? Well, quite simple. Uh, several ins incidents have occurred in the last week or so that, for me, just brings this home once again. The first incident occurred in the state of Ohio, a great state. I'm sure you've all heard about the incident when this 10-year-old girl who had been raped and got pregnant because of this rape, that the state didn't want to give her an abortion. She was being forced to have this child, 10 years old, okay? Her family had to take her to the neighboring state of Indiana so that she could get an abortion, all right? The other incident I want to talk about occurred in Missouri. Missouri, last year, the state government in Missouri passed legislation that severely handicapped the strength of the police departments. Before this law was passed, this law was called the Second Amendment Protection Act, police worked closely with the federal government to help track, you know, the illegal sales of guns, who was buying them, you know, what, what guns were being used and what crimes, on and on and on. Well, the state legislation passed a law that says, no, you cannot use federal funds or activities to help track gun activities in our state. If it's not on our books, if it's not a law here in Missouri, you can't do that. Now, the chief of, one of the chief of police in Missouri, and trust me when I say all the police there are against this law, he went on national TV and spoke up about this. He said, before this happened, we worked closely with you know, the FBI, the drug enforcement agencies, and other federal organizations to you know, put a cap on crime, to really fight crime. He said, this law came along, and my hands are tied now. And when I try to talk to the state officials about it, they kept saying, oh, you know, you can still do your job. And I said, no, I can't. The federal government has resources that I cannot use now because you don't want me to use the laws or the money that they have specifically to help fight gun crime. Now, your question right now, obviously, it's going to be, how does this play into my topic? Just because you talk a good game doesn't mean that you know what you're saying or what you're doing. Well, in both cases, the state legislation in Ohio, the state legislators in Missouri, these individuals, primarily men, I'm sure they are well-groomed, educated, they have fancy titles, live in nice homes, drive nice cars, belong to all kinds of social and civic organizations, and they love standing there hearing themselves talk. They would give a speech at a drop of a hat. But guess what? They don't know what the hell they are doing. They have no clue. As the old expression said, you put a bunch of them together, they'll be as dumb as a bag of hammers. They don't know what they're doing. 
Let's look at the first incident I talked about, the 10-year-old child that was raped. And instead of the state trying to help her, they wanted to punish her some more. Yes. Yes, you were raped. And now you're going to be forced to have the child of that rapist because you allowed yourself to get raped. Now, if there was a situation in the state that said, you know, we uh, have a backlog of people who want to adopt because we don't have any kids to adopt, then you could say, well, if she is forced, at least she can give this child up. Now, I don't want her to have this child, trust me. But I'm saying if that was the case, if they had a backlog of people waiting, then you could say at least something might good come out of this. But here in the United States, at any given time, there is between 400 and 550,000 kids waiting to be adopted at any given time. Which means if we start telling these women all over the country who have been raped or for whatever reason that they feel they need to have an abortion, that they cannot do that. We are adding thousands upon thousands upon thousands of kids to that already big pool of kids waiting. Now, how is that helping the situation? They will tell you, the, you know, the people who are said that I am for life, they will tell you it's because all life is sacred. I said, okay, then go one step further. Why don't you do something to help those people? You see, in every state, in every single state that the Republicans control the legislation, they have cut the funding for WIC, child care, after school care, um, school lunch programs, on and on and on. All of those social programs, they have cut severely over the last three to four years. Every single one. So, if they love life so much, why are they making it so difficult for people to get help? You see, it's not about life. Let's just be honest. It's about control. It has always been about control. The men of that party, the Republican Party, have never felt comfortable with women being considered equal to them. Remember what I told you before. It was only, what, 1973 that women could get a credit card in her own name. The Fair you know, a Credit Act of 1973, that's when women could start getting a credit card in their own name, even though credit cards have been out since the early 50s. These guys have never gotten over that. They do not like the idea of women being equal. And lately, all of the protests we have around the country, yes, you see the ugliness of it. In every single protest, there is a whole line of men, okay, conservative men standing there saying things like, you shouldn't, if, if you really didn't want to get pregnant, why didn't you keep your legs closed? Or, 
you know, if you just get married and do what you're supposed to do, you wouldn't have to worry about this. Your job is not to be out there making money. Your job is to supporting your man. Oh, yes. Those are the comments you hear at these protests. By a whole group of men standing on the side protesting against the women who want equal rights. So do not fall for that argument that they are so in love with life that they want to protect it. Because the moment that child is born, those same people turn their back completely on the child and the mother. They don't have nothing to do with it. So that proves without any doubt that it's not about love of life. This is about telling that woman or telling women in general that you have to do what we say you have to do. Now let's talk about the other issue in Missouri, the guns. For some reason, our conservative people of this country misunderstand or are ignoring a very serious issue in their arguments when they say that the government, that we should not stop people from um, having guns. Who, who are the, what is the issue they're ignoring? The law enforcement community. Every law enforcement community will stand up and say, we need more checks and balances. We need more restrictions. We need background checks. We should not allow people with mental issues or criminal backgrounds or who have been called in for domestic abuse. We should not allow these people to have guns. The law enforcement community from sea to shiny sea will say the same thing. Because you cannot solve a crime like, you know, gun violence by adding more guns on the street. It doesn't work. If your community has a gun violence problem, the last thing the police want is for more guns to come to that community. But once again, those educated, sophisticated, well-dressed, you know, individuals who speak well, who think they know everything, they really don't know what the hell they are talking about. They don't talk to the police. Uh -uh. No, they make up these legislation in a vacuum and just impose it on everybody else. You see, they truly believe. They know what's best. That police officer who went on national TV, that police chief in Missouri, who stood there and said these laws are poorly written and they do not take into account what is best for the people because they never talk to the police, he was stating the truth. He's out there every day on the front line fighting. Yet, his state representatives are tying his hands because they said we can never do anything to keep guns out of the hands of people. You see, they, they don't know what they're talking about. That's the, that's the bottom line. What my mom said all of those years ago is so true today. These individuals and their nice homes, their titles, their position, 
they do not know what they're talking about. And we, as citizens, should not be impressed with them just because of their title. We should not be impressed with them just because they speak well. We should not be impressed with them just because of what party they belong to. What we should be looking at is if their policies is helping or hurting our society. The late, the last survey that came out a few weeks ago about guns, okay, 70% of the respondents nationwide said there should be very serious background checks on everybody. And people who have a, a record or who have some kind of incident in their life that is questionable should not be allowed to purchase these guns. There you have it. The people. We the people. We speak the truth. But these know-it-all politicians who will try to convince you that they understand all the issues and only thing you have to do is follow them to the promised land, they do not know what the hell they are talking about. They don't. Now, what shall we do? My friends, it's very simple. I have a very simple strategy that I've been telling you for a while. The next election, you need to vote in numbers that you have never voted for before, voted in before. And in particular, the conservative movement of the Republican Party, you need to vote them out. From coast to coast, every state. This affects both the national, federal election, state government election, and your local community elections. Vote them out. You see, we did not get here. The progress that the United States have, has made in the last 300 years is unprecedented. Remember, places like Rome, Italy, okay? The Roman Empire. Rome has been around for what, 5,000 years? 2,000, 3,000, whatever is in the thousands. Even with all of that, they, yes, they had a great army, but they never achieved the scientific, engineering, medical, philosophical, you know, achievements that we have today. We have just done that in the last two or three hundred years. And how did we get there? By embracing truth, intelligence, education, democracy, and justice. These ultra-conservative people just want to do away with anything resembling common sense. Think about that little girl, that 10-year-old girl. Tell me how that is common sense if you have a 10-year-old girl that has been raped or that her, her brother or her stepdad, her father has raped her. And she's pregnant now. And tell me how it doesn't make sense that the state's going to say, oh, yeah, well, she's raped. That's true. Now you're going to have to have that baby. You know, you're going to have to have it. Tell me how that makes sense in any world. Whether you're in a third world country, a second world country, or a first tier country like us. How does that make sense 
that we would punish this child by forcing her to bear the child of a rape. And if she goes and gets an abortion and you catch her, you will punish her or her family, throw them in jail. It's like the criminal has more rights than she does. You see, my friends, vote them out. Vote them out. Don't think hard about it. Don't question. Don't, don't sit there and analyze. No. Vote them out. Go down the list. And when you're standing there at the poll, just vote them out. Every one of them. Think about this. Women should have total equality to men. Total. And that means, yes, it means control over her body. There is no law in the books right now that has any, says anything about my reproduction capability. Meaning, yes, my sperm, no. There is nothing about what I do with it, how I do, what I, where I share it with, you know, anything. And they will never pass that because they want men to feel that they have total control over their lives and their sexual capability. But a woman, oh no, you know, we got to, they feel like we got to, you know, make that a little tighter here. We got to control that. Women don't have, you know, and as one politician says, I'm not sure if women understand the full impl implications of you know, childbearing and how important that is to society. Some old fart wants to sit there and look at a woman and tell her she doesn't know, he doesn't know if she understands the importance of childbearing. As if he knows. You see, that's where they think of you, ladies. Please understand. So get rid of those people. You want equality? It's very simple. Get rid of the people who are denying you equality. That simple. Now, when it comes to guns, there are plenty of us out there, plenty of us, <clears throat> who have guns, who hunt, who, who go to sporting events with guns. I don't need to take away anybody's gun. If he's a law-abiding a citizen, has no criminal record, and he's not, you know, uh, someone has mental issues, then he can go buy a gun if that's what he wants to do. But these people who have a problem, who has mental issues, emotional issues, criminals, hell no. They don't need it. And I have the law enforcement community of the United States backing me up. So when you vote, find out if that guy feels that we should have controls over who has access to guns. If he says, no, everybody should have, everybody should get a gun, you don't want him. Because those people, think about this. Unfortunately, Uvalde, you know, down in Texas, I'm sure those people never thought that will hit their community. They never thought that would happen in their community, especially at a school. Okay? But that ill young man just like the ill young man in, in Buffalo, New York, they were able to get guns when they should not have a gun. You see?
It's very simple. If we are able to stop people like the young man in Buffalo or the young man in Uvalde or any of the other cases, when all these guys have problems, documented problems, if we stop them, we save some lives. So when you go to vote, just look at the sheet. Find out about that candidate. If that candidate that you're voting for says that he doesn't care about their criminal record or their mental issue, then you don't want him because he's not going to do anything to help prevent another massacre. He doesn't understand the reality. He won't understand it until something bad happens that affects him. Those lawmakers go home every night thinking to themselves, well, it's too bad, but it doesn't affect me. And I'm sure some of the people down in Uvalde thought the same way. It didn't affect them, so they were not worried about it. That kind of crime doesn't happen. And it came to them. Came to their school. 19 children and two teachers. All because someone who should not have had access to a gun was allowed. So my friends, remember, just because these guys stand up there in front of you, talk a good talk, they dress well, they drive a nice car, you see them flashing that smile, they hobnob with, you know, the, the elite of the community. That don't mean crap. That don't mean a goddamn thing. That doesn't mean he knows what's best. Especially when he will put his own interests over what's best for you. You need to judge him on what he has done. And if he is someone who is doing things that brings problems to your community, then vote his ass out. It's that simple. Okay? That's all I want to say for right now. But please, stay strong. Keep moving forward. And if we do it together, we can win this battle. Okay? All right, my friends. Talk to you soon.